0: Um, we'll be covering uh, the book of Song of Songs. How many people have read the book of Song of Songs? Uh, it's a very interesting book. It was written 1965 BC. Um, there's some background information. And uh, when we were thinking and uh, considering, you know, one of the things that are in the definition of the name shepherd, Ambia Manzako shepherd, uh, a pastor is a shepherd, right? Um, is to lead and to feed. Say so my lead, feed. So um, we took time to just consider across the months of this year to remain relevant um, and just talk about things that at times the church doesn't talk about, you know, and taking attention. If people are talking about love, talking about Valentine, uh, that is life. And uh I think in as a church, this story to fanyamnaga to yangalia, to angalia komandiko and see what the Bible has to say about these things, right? So that as we step out there, we are not just gathering the, the info because there's a lot of info, right? And uh, it's good when we take keen attention to look at what God is saying. Song of songs. See, Song of Songs is king of There is a king, but there is a king of what? So this guy called Solomon wrote 1,005 songs. But of all the songs that he wrote, this is the song of songs. Song of songs, uh, we checked out, and uh, I can't remember the word in, in Spanish, but I think it is El cantar. De los cantares. Something like that. Um, let me set some ground rules. When you listen to this sermon, there's a tendency, anytime we are talking about relationships, we always listen it not for ourselves, but for that someone else. But uh, I want you to listen for you. Tell your neighbor listen for you. Listen for yourself, you know? Number two, don't look back. Um, I know all of us will tend to look at life through the filters of the experiences that we've had, you know, the pains that we've had to walk through, especially matters of love. Love can be really painful. And I want to invite you not to look at the journey. You know, the Bible calls, this is not preaching, this is the truth. The Bible calls God, God of a new beginning. You may have in relationships that have failed 10 times, but this is the 11th time. It can work from now. See, one of, the most favorite, one of the most favorite quotes on relationships, on prayer. If God answered all your prayers, you'd have married the wrong person. So, uh, all of us, of course, we need some cleaning up. We've gone through some messy situations. Um, yours may not be mine. But I want us to know that we don't have to look at things through the experiences we've had. Uh, ground rule number three is that uh, I'm not going to pull some punches here because the Bible doesn't. The Bible is so graphic. Actually, a whole chapter, a whole chapter, book is on making love. Yeah? And describing their honeymoon, night. A whole chapter. Yeah? And there's a phrase in that chapter that speaks about making love all night long. So I'm not going to pull some punches. We'll, We'll address it. And I want us to think about this. We are talking about human love, God's way. And uh, I invite you if uh, you could be dating and your guy is not here, you could be married and your husband, wife is not here. If they can come, one of them, it's good. Um, and that is uh, really great. So I want to point a few things. In, the, in this book, there are three main characters. Number one and Lava. I'm Lava. Lava is Solomon. Kuna places anaitwa lover. Kuna places anaitwa king. Kuna places anaitwa he. Okay. So anytime you come through lover, he, king, it's speaking about Solomon. And then beloved is the Shulamite maiden. Some places inamuita, Um she. And I don't know. Ingini inamuita beloved. Of course beloved. Okay? And then the last one is friends. Some are friends. So friends is the friends the daughters of Jerusalem. Now these friends are not friends to Solomon, they are friends to who? The Shulamite maiden, okay? Uh, another interesting thing is, in the same verse, Utapata, the very same verse, more than two people talking. So it can be a bit confusing. So I'll be pointing out to you who is talking, okay? And I'll show you, for example, Tunapo and Elea. Now, it is said that the book of Song of Songs, if it was found by itself when the Bible was being put together, chances are it would not have been considered a biblical book. Actually, one of the scholars wrote and he said, I'm I'm forgetting his name as I was doing research, he said that I am urging all Christians who feel that they are weak in faith, especially in sex matters. They can easily fall in sex. They should not read the book of Song of Songs. And uh, later a study revealed that he said that because himself he was very weak and actually he had been castrated. So it's been quite a controversial book. There are different views of the book. There are people that look at the book as God's love to the church. There are other people that look at it as human love to each other. Yeah. So there are those who say this is Christ loving the church. But the truth, this book is addressing love between two people. Okay? But in it, it paints a picture of how God would want that love to run. Okay? So it tells a story of how fast they met, how they dated, their wedding, their honeymoon night, and venya walikosana, na Those are the five areas that we will cover. So we'll talk about those five areas. Is that okay? So today we are talking about attraction. Okay, let's look at the theme of the whole book. That is, uh, you can give us that slide. Song of Songs, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. The Bible says, Solomon's Song of Songs. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Somebody wants to say amen right there. Or your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your Perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. No wonder the young women love you. Take me away to a kwanza. Now, um, he speaks of his love as more delightful than wine. Some versions would say it differently. Your love is more delightful than wine. See, Anytime one speaks, thinks about something that takes you high, one of the things that really lifts your spirit is wine, right? And one of the things that can really lift a human spirit is what? Love. Amen. So, on your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfume. I want to stop right there and mention something here. So, this guy is speaking and he's saying this. That, room, you change the environment. You know what fragrance, you know what perfume does. That if you get into a room, the environment changes. And this is what love can really do. Like, what God desires for me as a man, and what God desires for you as a person, is that your love can be felt. Like your love can change the environment. I don't want to dwell on that. And then says, your name is like perfume that is poured out. No wonder young women love you. And you know what she's saying is this. They love you, but you're mine. You're not theirs. Verse 4, take me with you. Let us hurry. Let the king bring me into his chambers that is his room okay we rejoice and delight in you do you know he's speaking that the friends alafu the, the shulamite woman is speaking and saying solo nichukue Tuende na wewe kwa chambers zako alafu wale wasichana marafiki wake wanasema we rejoice and delight in you We praise your love more than wine. Then she continues to speak. I want you to capture me because I want to talk about three areas of attraction. Three areas of attraction. She says this. How right they are to adore you. Then she says something. Dark I am yet lovely. And right there she introduces the topic of attraction. Dark I am, yet I am what? Lovely. She's saying this. Let's check it out. Daughters of Jerusalem, me, mostly like tents of Kedar. Alfa, lakini, na In other words, yet I am still attractive because what makes me attractive She's pointing out the point, number one, is not what you see. See, we can be running after attraction and only taking care of what people see and forget the other important parts, okay? So she says, do not stare at me because I am dark. We know dark is beautiful, okay? Dark is beautiful. Why did she get dark? Anasema, because I was darkened by the sun. Why? Why? Because my mother's sons, at Hawaii, my brothers, my mother's sons were angry with me, and they made me take care of what? The vineyards, and I forgot to take care of my own what? Vineyard. I could not take care of my complexion. You no, know, these are step brothers. That's why Hawaii, my brothers, they go back. She says, dark I am, yet I am lovely. Okay. Let me go back. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfume. Your name. Anytime you hear about the Bible speaking about name, it's not speaking about you, the person. It's speaking about the character. Speaking about the inner man that people don't see. And she's saying this. Let's read on. Let's go to verse now. Uh, verse what? Let's go to verse 7. It says, tell me, where do you grace? Nowadays we may never ask that because tukona namba. Uneza nisaidi ya simu. This is what she was saying. Tell me, unenanga kuchunga wapi. And it is said that then, wakati mtu wa menda was wasichana pia walikuwa wanakuja kulisha. Na wanaleta wanyama wao ama kondo, kama wanajua mwenye unataka analisha ngambaka hapa, we unaleta wako mbaka pandehi. Alafu unasimama pande nyingine na huko na veil. Kama unamtaka. If you do a deeper study of that verse. So, like, strategically taking yourself to where everybody else goes so that in the process of going where everybody is, you don't want everyone, but maybe there is someone that is around that place that you want to meet. Tell me where you graze your flock and where you rest your sheep at midday. Why should I be like a veiled woman beside the flock of your friends. Let me tell you something. You know she's asking? Kwanini ni kue kama kila mutu mungine yoyote? Wacha leta kwa context yetu. Kwanini niende everywhere? Why should I go where everybody else goes so that I can fit in? No getting the point. They come. They come veiled. But ukweli kama wamejivail, they've not veiled themselves. What they want, they come with an agenda. You remember, uyu msichana mwenye alienda kalala na baba yake? Father kwe in law. Alifanya nini? Alijivail kama prostitute. Okay? That was the nini then. Squeezy the rehabs of today, they don't veil, they unveil. Then, those who would practice that kind of lifestyle, I feel like that word is too big to keep mentioning, that kind of lifestyle, what they would do is that they would veil themselves. Kila kitu. So, the maiden, analyzer, mimi ni dak, mimi ni kila why, if it's about being attractive, why should I do what every other man or woman is doing for me to dunda every weekend. Is that what makes me attractive? Why should I be like them? Can't I just be me and remain attractive? And the first type of attraction that she introduces us to is what I call spiritual attraction. <laughs> spiritual attraction. I'm here spiritual attraction. Kama attraction enye, the most romantic is the spiritual one. I three points and I don't want to keep on reading them. Let me just explain so that I get your attention. Spiritual attraction is so attractive. The first level of spiritual attraction is what I have called love and worship. Love and worship. Love and worship God. love and worship God. ni. kwa nyumba yako Ukutia bwana yako mepiga magoti. Hivi. Hameinua mikono yake. Anaombea watoto wako. Tell me. What are the romance? I think it's so romantic. It's so attractive. A man who loves God. A woman who loves God. First. Very attractive. If I walked into the room. If you walked into the room, we'll talk about the physique, Sindio, tall, dark, and handsome. We'll talk about that. Actually, we'll do a whole sermon on the physique. But let's talk about spiritual attraction. What distinguishes you from, kama ni, looks, looks. Everybody can have a looks, but love and worship. Love and worship of God. Listen to me, gentlemen. Maybe may a specifically for men. You men, lift your holy hands everywhere. I'm not talking about just about the hand. Because the hand goes up because of the heart's posture. Lifting just up your hand is a worship. The appeal is pursuing God's purpose and not dwell on that. I'm talking about spiritual attraction. Pursuing God's purpose for you makes you attractive. I did that last Sunday about vision. And the last one is having godly standards. One thing about God, let me say this and then finish and go to the next one. One thing about God is that God never lowers his standards for us to reach him. Always we have to grow into God's standards. That's the same with love. That's the same with attraction. You know when I know who I am as Joshua I'll just come and rest myself qua? Comeza. It's what McKenna always tells me, non-negotiables. But as if you, this is it. Godly standards. And I don't want to keep dwelling on that because I know I'll cover that. Let's go into the next verse so that I go to the next few points. Verse 9 to verse 11. In asema, I liken you, my darling, to a man. A female? Host. At your female lord, horse. I liken you to a female horse among Pharaoh's chariots. When any Pharaoh's chariots come closer, come closer. Let me tell you something. Chariots of Pharaoh were the best. They were the most rare. has it goes Patikana anywhere, it was a very valuable thing to have. Avu, anamia, you are chicks. Are beautiful with earrings. Your neck with strings of jewels will make you earrings of gold studded with silver. I want to tell you that's the girlfriend's speaking, so that you don't miss it. While the king was at his table, what happened? My perfume spread its fragrance. Where was the king? That's a public place. See at the table is the public place. It's, right now we have been introduced to another level of attraction. And I say, my beloved is to me Sashay of Ma resting between my breasts. My beloved to me is a cluster of henna, blossoms from the vineyards of Engedi. You see, even before they got married. He started affirming her. And she started giving it back. Some emotional attraction. Emotional attraction. Let me tell you. Way long before, you must express your value for a person. And we say this, we don't honor people because they deserve it. We don't give honor. Honor is not earned. Honor is given. Hallelujah. What needs to change is your value for that other person in the speaking of your words. You see, speaking life to them. We don't speak life because someone deserve. But the more you speak, what you are doing, You are lifting them from where they are and they start acting the way you speak. Do you you look at people and think they are not acting the way you would want them to be? You don't have to change that person. Change the way you speak. Change the way you affirm them. Change the way you address them. When they are fair and when they are not fair change the way you value them. Put value to them. God is calling me to call you into what you can become. Though you are not yet it as, as now. You see, kwa love relationships na kwa marriage na kwa se wanadate kwa sababu across the bar. Learn to speak life kwa se. Stop calling them. Ocha for the sake of it. Let's learn from this guy. Let me go into the next one. How beautiful are you, my darling? Oh, how beautiful are your eyes? Sama, your eyes are doves. Hamekuja kwa physical. Hametoka kwa spiritual. Hamengia kwa emotions. Sasa hako kwenye sisi na tunakuanga. Akianza na physique. And our sisters, our ladies here love different things. But this guy is speaking about it. He says your eyes. Why eyes? We read in the Bible that eyes are the door into the soul. The eyes. So I say macho Hey, ninjiwa. How handsome. Yeah, when I'm the maiden. How handsome. You are, oh my lover. Kitanda yetu ni verdant. Munejo verdant inini? Ni green, it's something green. It's verdant. Ikona life ni green. <laughs> Nikama nyasi. Arafi nasema, the beams of our houses are cedars and our rafters are what? Fars. Let me tell you what is this people are are a They are using this analogy. Kuanyesha the strength ya how the physical. How? You see, Mungu mwenyewe, Mungu mwenyewe ndia the physical. Ile kitu ina kuatwatingi kwa watu ni Mungu aliyumba. So they are using this to say, listen to me, this is the strength of the physique. They've started now, and, and I will not dwell on this because the whole sermon series, uh, I mean the whole sermon yasiku the physique. They're saying, macho yako ni Wewe, ni mchamin. yetu. yetu na na rafters. na rafters. What they're talking about here, they're talking about physical attraction. Physical attraction. Physical attraction. Na uchunge fizikoli yako. Actually the most important thing ukoneo hapa duniani. Sio roho yako, imwili yako. The most important thing enya mungu walikupatia duniani is your boji. That's why when you die today, you must leave this earth. So the only thing enya nafanyo ukue legal here on earth is your heart. Verse 9, anasema hivi. I'm a rose of Sharon. Uyu ndule alisema, I am black. Ha mekua affirmed I'm a rose of Sharon. It is easy for you to change. Kubadilisha mtu just by the way you talk to them and relate to them. I am a rose of Sharon. A lily of the valleys. Alavi like a lily among thorns is my darling. Among the maidens. Haya. kuongea. in the air. Asma, strengthen me with raisins. Nojo raisins ni nini? Nini dried kidogo, the grapes. Kama mimi ni lili, kama mimi ni Sharon. unilete chocolate. Dohio. Strengthen me with, with raisins. Refresh me with apples. For I am faint with love. Ati alipo hivo, ati akanyosha mkono. His left arm is under my head. And his right arm Embraces me. I charge you, daughters of Jerusalem, don't arouse love, don't awaken love until it desires. I'm going to talk about seasons. Now, next Sunday we are talking about seasoning. seasoning. Okay. I'm about seasoning. Now, friends, as I wrap up, I want to say to us. That it's God's desire that we remain attractive. You may not have heard everything I said. But God is calling you to be not just attractive in what, one area. Mungu wa kwe spiritually attractive. Emotionally and physically attractive. As you work on the physique, work on your emotions. Because it's your emotions that will determine how you respond to issues. Because life has a lot of issues. We have been married for 14 years. And he can tell me, because he's ahead of me by some steps, he can tell me there are a lot of experiences for marriage that we must choose to be emotionally fit and sound. One of the most stabilizing factors in a marriage setup that will cause our marriages to stand is just changing the order spiritually, emotionally, physically spiritually, emotional if this is not okay, chances emotional will not be okay, physical will not matter no, I may be standing here and speaking all these things and you're saying, pastor you're just preaching you don't know my pain, you don't know my experience, you don't know how hard it has been for me you don't know. That's why you're just speaking. But I want to ask you a question. When God accepted me as Joshua, I was very immoral. I was dirty. I was filthy. And God did not say, Joshua, change Kwanza. I accept. And when I exposed myself to the scriptures, I God, I you are my son. You are my chosen one. I have called you out. And every day, it's a growing day for me. It's life on progress every day. Seeking to be conformed to the image of Jesus every day. Let me say this. We come to love not by finding the perfect person, but by seeing. This, by seeing the imperfect person perfectly. You may not see a perfect person. And if you are waiting to see a perfect person to truly love your husband, truly love your wife, truly run through your dating, courtship, engagement process, through love, if you are waiting for that, but you can start seeing the imperfect person perfectly and thereby start affirming them going together that's love see through faith and love we become gentler with words and tone through faith and love the tone are gentle you see, our relationship improves, improve and we become more attractive. And I just want to think us to think about these three reflections. Number one, I want you to ask yourself as I wrap up, am I spiritually attractive? Ask yourself, have I been violent with words and thoughts? Could I be violent with words and thoughts? Maybe words not, but in your thoughts, are you violent? And how can I begin to be gentle to my friends, to my family? And am I gentle with myself? No. It's God's desire that human love will be God's way. It's God's desire that your love will be God's way. I know it is response time. Ask us just to bow down our heads for a moment and speak to God. Yes, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Tell God today that I want to be spiritually attractive. It's not about what I'm looking out for. It's It's about what I'm bringing to the table. May I be spiritually attractive. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise, O oh God. We give you praise, Jesus. We adore you, Jesus. We give you praise. We worship you, Jesus. You know, friends. A great relationship a great marriage is not so much about finding the right person than it is about becoming the right person. Becoming attractive. Becoming attractive. It's possible that you don't like what you, you fish every time. Maybe it's time for you to change the bait. Lord, we bless you. Father, we thank you and we honor you. Give you praise and worship. Glory be to you, Jesus. Father, I pray for us today as a church that indeed our love will be to you first. That our name will matter. It may not be what we think we ought to be physically but we don't want to lose because physical attraction is not all that there is, there is much more the church is not to run about what the world is running about, the world could be thinking about looking good, dressing good but we know it is more than that because we may be attracted to the outward but inside it is empty Help us in our marriages, in our relationships. Help us in our journey into marriage. That we will consider these four things. These three things that we discussed today. So I pray for your blessings over each one of us. Just as you minister to us. In Jesus name we pray. Put our hands together and just honor the Lord Jesus. We praise